at a time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I am your co-host Sierra and welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to all forms of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. Find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod and email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com if you would be interested in sharing your story. All right. Well, welcome Lola to our podcast. Would you like to give the listeners a little bio on yourself, your interests, your hobbies, your goals, etc.? Um, yeah, sure. So my name is Lola. Um, I like my online name is Lolita Olympia, which is actually my full name, but I like to keep my real life and online like kind of separate, so that's why I've done it that way. Um, but I am Australian. I'm 19. And yeah, I have YouTube and Instagram. I've also just set up a little uh, business for myself called Lolita by Lolita. Um, At the moment, it's a ceramic business um, because I make handmade ceramics. Um, But I have lots of other plans for it, hopefully in the future, um, which I'll talk a little bit about today. Um, And yeah, I am at uni, which I've actually paused at the moment. Um, just because of COVID and everything going on, I wasn't too keen on the online study, but I will resume that when I can go back to campus. Um, and yeah, I think that's kind of everything covered there. I have a few (laughs) passions and hobbies and stuff, but I'll get into that. Like I said, when we get further into the podcast. Of course. And then we also like to ask our guests, um, a couple questions like throughout the podcast, you know, dig deep get a little dirty not really but like a little bit yeah um, <laughs> so this first question is going to be what is the best piece of advice you've ever received or given oh this is so hard I feel like there's a few things um like are you talking like life-wise or like business-wise anything can be both can be one or the other entirely up to you I don't know, like, I feel like in the last few years, I've, like, had this realization, and I wish I'd had it on earlier, honestly, um, but it's kind of just, like, as cliche as it sounds, like, just don't care what other people think of you, um, if it's going to make you happy, like, I'm so, like, like, I really believe in if, like, your true friends will stick by you no matter what sort of thing, and, um, yeah, just, I hate, I have this fear of living, like, a what if, and if I haven't tried something, I'm not going to know what it's like, but if I've always wanted to do it, you know what I mean? So I may as well just try it. Um, so, yeah, just do what you want to do and try not care what other people think. That's really important for a time, like right now, just because, like, even in my life, I'm like, okay, I'm posting all of this stuff. I'm doing all these things. Like, am I 
do I have friends? Like, do I care what my friends think about me? Do they actually love me? And at the end of the day, you're putting yourself out there. You're giving yourself these opportunities. Um, Like, your true friends are going to stick by you no matter what, and they should support you. And obviously, you're going to do the same for them. And if they're not, well, then it's kind of not worth you wasting your energy on them anymore. And it's probably good that this little dilemma has come up because (laughs) I'm not on them anymore. That, yeah, like 100%, like, if they're not going to, you know, hype you up, be there when you're sad, but also be there when you're trying to, like, change the world, like, <laughs> what, like, they're not friends, they're not, like, there for your benefit. 100%. <laughs> and then our second question is actually going to be, what does success mean to you? Uh, being so young, I'm also 19 as well, so heck yeah, 19's <laughs> gang gang, but... <laughs> We're young. (laughs) Success changes. Anyways, what is your version of success? Well, um, I have this question written down. Sorry. Okay, there we go. Um, So, yeah, pretty much success to me is like happiness at the end of the day. So um, doing something that I love every day and then getting to make money from it and calling a job is just 100% a bonus. Um, I think there's like a quote and it's like, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Um, Mm -hmm. that's what I see success to be mostly I have this kind of goal for myself or not kind of it is my goal Um, and I'm kind of getting there which is really exciting Um, but to work for myself and be good at it is like my idea of success well that's when I'll be like yes I'm kind of like really happy with where I'm at Um, but yeah I've just never seen it any other way honestly like I've always envisioned myself working for myself Um, my parents both own their own successful businesses so I've been really lucky to grow up with that as like with them as role models um but yeah that's how I see success just like yeah doing something that makes you happy and loving it (laughs) (laughs) what makes you happy um well me personally there's a few different things that I love and I'm interested in um firstly creativity um I'm always happiest when I'm being creative and making things, whether that be like videos, photography, like I said, ceramics at the moment. I also love cooking and food. That's kind of how I got into the whole ceramics thing. Um, but also like a lot, it's a lifestyle thing for me. So when I imagine my career um, and like we're 19, so I don't know if you have your set career out. <laughs> Personally, I don't 110% know exactly what I want. Like I have different passions and stuff and obviously this idea of like a lifestyle that I'm looking at. So I have like a vague idea, but nothing set in stone um, really. But it's a lifestyle thing, like I was saying, um, for me to be able to work from wherever I want to work from and just like I'm an outdoors girl. I love being up early, like it's 7.45 a.m. here and I've been up since. Yeah, (laughs) I love being up early. Nobody else does. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so that person that's like, get me up at like 6 a.m. and I'm in bed by (laughs) 9.30. Me, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm super lucky here in the specific part of Australia that I live, like we have the most beautiful outdoors beaches. So I've, I've always grown up being at the beach and stuff. Um, so yeah, just like the appeal of being able to work wherever I want to work, um, that's really important to me. So what inspired you, I guess, to I guess start all these journeys? So for example, your YouTube and now your um, ceramics kind of company in that way. What inspired you to do all that? 
Well, it's kind of a funny story, honestly. So the YouTube <laughs> I'll start with, that's a little bit more black Perfect. and white. Um, so pretty much since as long as I can remember, I've always been making and editing films. Um, I have so many home videos that I used to make. I used to make like with my little baby dolls, like day in the life. Oh. <laughs> I was like literally like seven, eight. Um, I was given a computer by my parents really young. Um, and my dad is also a videographer and photographer. So I've kind of always had that as a role model. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it is. I've just always been into YouTube. I've had so many YouTube channels as well. Some of them I can't remember the passwords to. So like those videos are still out there somewhere, which is so embarrassing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just kind of having the courage to just do it. And I wish I had done it earlier. Like looking back, it's been something that I've wanted to do for so long. And I'm so glad that I've finally just done it. Um, cause yeah, I've had my YouTube channel for like a year, um, now, but yeah, had I have started like five years ago, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what it could be at now. And at the end of the day, like even if like I only have a really small following, um, but like, I'm just making videos because I love it. Do you know what I mean? And having mm-hmm. like get, ha- having other people love it is just an added bonus. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I got into the YouTube thing. I also, my mum owns an events company. So I've done heaps of photography and videography for that. And I still do that. Um, so yeah, like the whole media thing is something that I've always, always been passionate about. So um, yeah, it was kind of a no brainer. And also my uni encouraged me to like find a creative outlet that allowed me to regularly practice. So it was really hard because I'm doing um media communications as one of my majors um it was really hard coming up with like regular content that wasn't kind of everyday stuff um to edit and stuff during the week do you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. oh well if I like start a YouTube channel and kind of hate the fact that it's all about me but it's quite convenient (laughs) in the fact that like um yeah, then that's just another way that I can regularly practice like my videography and editing and stuff. Um, so that was kind of how I got into YouTube. And then pottery and ceramics wise, um, I had a gap year the year that I graduated and I was in Europe for four months. I just traveling around um, with a girl that I was friends with at the time. And um, I came back and I was just like, oh, okay, like I had about four months to kill before I started uni and moved to Brisbane. Um, I was like, oh, I've always been really interested in like um, cooking and stuff. And whilst I was over in Europe that gap year, I started my blog um, and I had been blogging and stuff. And my plan was that when I came back home, I would um, kind of continue it as a food blog because, yeah, like, like I said, I loved cooking and posting recipes and I thought that would just be good content to put out whilst I was at home and not traveling um and as I kind of got more into the food blog world I fell in love with all of these beautiful ceramics um but they were so expensive and especially where I live in Australia I live in Queensland um in an area called the Sunshine Coast that's like this the suburb um but yeah, like there's so many beautiful local ceramic artists and they're so expensive. And now I understand why, because I make my own. <laughs> but yeah, it was around then that I was like, oh, surely I can like start making some. So I did like around three months one-on-one classes with this lady. I made a complete dinner set. 
Um, and then I had like all these Christmas presents for my friends and family as well. And then I moved to Brisbane that year and I wanted to continue, but I just didn't have time because of uni and life. And then I've recently come back home during, um, because of the whole pandemic situation. And I had started making some things at home again, just because, you know, I was in isolation and bored. And um, I was like inundated with messages on my YouTube and Instagram being like, oh my gosh, you can sell these, like these are amazing. And I don't know, I was like, oh, like maybe I kind of could give this a shot. Do you know what I mean? So it was really spontaneous. Like had of Corona not have happened, I don't even think it would have happened. Um, and I kind of just did it. And now my page has been growing and people are so keen. My first drop sold out in 24 hours. And that was like kind of huge for me because I had um, 117 pieces. Um, and yeah, so now I'm like, well, okay, like, <laughs> I guess this is kind of happening and I'm just along for the ride sort of thing. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah. I think if there's like anything we can be thankful for coming out of all of this is that there's been a lot of creativity um, where people have decided to venture on into um, new journeys and everything and start some new businesses or projects. So I think that's the one thing <laughs> everyone's probably can be thankful about. Yeah, like there's definitely been some, uh, like a few positives that have come from such a negative. Um, but yeah, I think it's cool. Definitely having more time has been really nice to do those things. What are some of the challenges I guess you experienced with your startup? Um, hmm. I'm trying to think well oh, I'm sorry probably no no worries doing it like yeah just doing it really um there there were a lot of things that I learned like trial and error with my ceramics business so for example doing ceramics from home is completely different than doing it in a studio so I had to like buy different things and um like for instance, if you don't, if you're making clay like on just a regular table, it's not going to work. The clay sticks, so you need to get like a wooden board, and just like basic trial and error things. Um, I don't do a bisque firing, and that means I don't fire before I glaze. So if you don't let the clay dry long enough, the clay is going to crack. Um, if you leave air bubbles in your clay, the pieces are going to break in the kiln. Like there is so much trial and error in the whole ceramics world. Um, but then like even on launch day, um, I was so lucky. I kind of had a spontaneous launch party where some of my closest girlfriends just came over and we had a platter, um, on all of my ceramics and I wasn't actually expecting them to hang around for 6pm was when I, when I launched, but I was so thankful that they did. Um, because yeah, I just had so many messages all at once. I just really didn't expect it. And they were really lovely in helping me like group all the orders like it was literally like a circus in my spare room (laughs) it was crazy somehow we just got there and my my really good friend Maddie who's actually um just about to graduate in HR was like okay Lola there are things that we need to do differently this time like we're gonna do this this and like giving me all these like tips and stuff which is so good my other really good friend Mia she's like studying business honors or something crazy she's super smart um she was like on my Excel spreadsheet, like putting in all new formulas to like add up stuff. 
So it's definitely like taking a village. I feel like <laughs> those girls helped me so much. And like, yeah, like I said, it's trial and error. You kind of just learn as you go. Um, you need to make those mistakes. Otherwise, you're not going to learn and put better things in place. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for my second drop because I feel like the whole selling situation <laughs> is definitely a lot better <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we can make it run a bit smoother but it's so funny like I swear every business especially small businesses go through that stuff and you just you just don't know hey like it seems so seamless on the front end of things but behind the scenes little do you know like it's an absolute shambles <laughs> that's a good way to put it <laughs> <laughs> and I even noticed actually that um this time you'll be doing international shipping yeah, so that's actually really exciting. Um, I kind of had the push for it. Well, I didn't realize, but a lot of my um, followers on YouTube and I think on Instagram that have come from YouTube, but a lot of them are international, which is so cool. Um, but yeah, so on my first drop, a lot of people were asking about it and it, I was a little bit iffy about it. I'd never posted ceramics before. Um, so I just wasn't really sure how it was going to go. Um, but I've done a few tests or now that I've like done my first drop all of the pieces that I posted around Australia and New Zealand um survived so I had no breakages which I was absolutely relieved about I was really worried about that um and then I've sent a package overseas to Ireland actually and it survived all good and perfect so yeah I've put the go ahead to do international shipping um which is just like crazy that I actually have the opportunity to do that and people are keen for that so I feel really thankful in that regards that there are people around the world wanting some of my ceramics you know we do yeah uh-huh. that's for sure <laughs> so sweet and we don't live in Australia we live very 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 far from Australia <laughs> so I can work something out for you guys <laughs> yeah that'd be great if you can Canada and the US yeah the- <laughs> North Please America and we're honestly so happy to have come across you because um yeah yeah (laughs) we can totally go over that um so we're both in the I love you so much group on Facebook with Pretendi Elizabeth yeah yeah so that's how we like happened to come across like we loved like your Instagram page in terms of like aesthetic and everything Um, my favorite yeah and then we saw you start your ceramics and we were so excited but then obviously with international shipping like completely understandable we weren't able to make any purchases but this time around (laughs) we'll be be different (laughs) it sucks like Australia's just so far away in comparison to the rest of of the world um but yeah (laughs) are there any sorry Sarah go ahead I was gonna say that's how I feel and I live like 40 minutes away from my friends like it's like forever (laughs) and then I'm like oh yeah um I live in a country where it's really far from everywhere else at the same time that's so (laughs) literally sometimes yeah I drive like half an hour to see some of my girlfriends and like um yeah like you go to Europe and you'll get on a plane for half an hour and you're in a different country do you know what I mean or on a train and it's just like if only Australia is just so massive it takes so long to get everywhere (laughs) (laughs) I guess have you like experienced any challenges with that like living somewhere where it's kind of hard to be connected 
in a way, like other than like with the internet, but in terms of, I guess, business and stuff, I, I'm not sure. Maybe it isn't hard to be connected, but I'm just wondering if there are any challenges that come along with that. No, totally. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, I haven't really experienced that yet, I guess, because my business is such small, like such so small <laughs> at the moment. Um, but yeah, I can see how people in the future or I could possibly in the future. Um, just because, yeah, like I said, where I live, it's kind of like a small coastal town. Um, it's pretty advanced in saying that though, like, yeah, there's definitely a lot of opportunity and so many resources here, lots of small businesses and people my age doing really cool things. Um, but I guess it's not a city. And that's where last year I moved an hour and a half away to the closest city that is near me called Brisbane. Um, and I went to uni there. I mean, there are unis where I live, but um, Brisbane just specifically had the course that I wanted to do. And even still, Brisbane was not a big city, um, like the biggest cities in Australia and more so like Melbourne and Sydney and stuff. Um but yeah, I haven't really experienced that. Ideally, I would love to be in Europe. <laughs> I feel like. Um, Wouldn't we all? <laughs> Wouldn't we all? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually planning on um, going to London next year and just buying a one-way ticket and hopefully doing like six months to a year there. But I just feel like in that aspect, like people, there are so many more people similar to me, but it's also easier to access them all because it's a smaller like landmass <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah absolutely um, yeah so I guess that's kind of one of the challenges is just finding like-minded people and being close to them would be nice because it's really inspiring getting together with them and creating together do you know what I mean like especially in the social media world when you're doing like YouTube and Instagram it's really fun to have people that are also into that definitely and I think like I guess from my perspective and Sierra's perspective um this podcast has really helped us to do that in that way. And I love seeing how that's um, people's different journeys and different, um, I guess, I'm literally blanking, Sierra, <laughs> the that's words. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like people's different adventures kind of allow them to do that and uh, be exposed to a whole like realm of different people with similar interests and similar uh, ambitions in that way. Yeah. So that's nice to hear you say that. Yeah, I mean, like, the internet is so cool in that way. I feel like older generations give the internet so much slack, but here are us millennials. We're just kind of thriving. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> maybe thriving on the internet, but, like, maybe not at home, but still. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, it's a goal to have both. <laughs> exactly. As for um, being so young and school hobbies all of that how are you able to keep that balance look uh tell me <laughs> how to find out <laughs> um, something I've really struggled with at uni and it it's been like really nice to just pause and not be at uni for a while um yeah I guess when I finished uni I had all of these passions and a vague idea of what I wanted to do and looking back I, I wanted to start a YouTube channel and I'm not saying that like YouTube is my end goal it's definitely not my career goal um, but it's something that I really enjoy and can like assist in getting me to where I want to be do you know what I mean um, 
So whilst I was at uni, I really struggled with just like having time for everything. Um, I wasn't prioritizing studying as much as I should have because I wanted to get a video up that week or yeah, like being consistent and just having one video uploaded on my channel a week for a year was something that I really wanted to do. And I did, but yeah, like I definitely sacrificed some study time. Um, and it's just a frustrating feeling having to do something when you would way prefer to be doing something else. And I know that sounds mm-hmm. really silly because like I've signed myself up to uni and I'm there to kind of like better myself and get a degree sort of thing. But I don't know, like I was just wanting to start these things now and back then. Um, So yeah, kind of like I was saying before, COVID was a bit of a blessing in disguise in that respect, in that like it gave me so much more time and gave me the opportunity to just work on those things. Um, But yeah, balancing the two is definitely something I need to figure out and get good at before I go back. It's it's really hard. Yeah, yeah like Sierra and I can definitely relate to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Like having a podcast, going to school and working full time. Like Danielle and I both work at least like 35 hours a week or more. Yeah. And like also doing a podcast together is really hard, especially because like we live in different time countries. Zones. Yeah. Time, time zones as well. Yeah, I take my hats off to you girls. Like, geez, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> It's fun. Like, what's weird enough is, like, those people that you do choose to surround yourself with are people who are on the same wavelength as you. And if they're, like, not, then... They don't matter to you. What... <laughs> yeah. 100%. Like, what's like what's the point? Like, the same wave is, like, how you get anything done, especially in, like, a co-opportunity moment. Like, your business, you do run, out like, alone by yourself. Like, it's self-started, like, by you, but... If your friends were not on the same wavelength as you yeah. to want to help you, it would be like forty-seven times harder. And you're like, literally for what? Like, yeah. Why did I do this to myself? Like at the end of the day, like you're kind of sacrificing time that you'd be spending with your friends or on yourself, obviously, mm-hmm. um, to pursue like this dream of yours. And yeah, having supportive friends is so important. I'm so, I feel really lucky to have the friends that I have. They're all so supportive of like everything that I do. <laughs> yeah, I like I I think it's also hard to find those friends too at such a young age. So it's so like totally. refreshing to hear you say that like your friends have stuck by you like that and supported you and even like helped you with your yeah. business at this point. Totally. I mean, like don't get me wrong, I've had my fair share of fallouts and bad friendships um but yeah like I said earlier I, I'm just really glad that I that happened and I don't need to waste my time on those people anymore I can invest it into the people that matter and support my friends on what they're doing as well because there are lots of them doing really cool things too yeah exactly and it, it's as you're saying like they're literally on the same wavelength and have the same goals and ambitions so that's so nice it's really hard to find like being friends with people on the same wave is probably like harder than like the driver's test like I failed that when I was 16 because I ran a red light oh my god I love that heck yeah I would have gotten it but I like I ran a red light so it's like of course I'm gonna fail like right away first thing I did was run a red light and I'm like yeah I um stopped too far away from a stop sign I feel like in Australia, they do the dirty on you. They kind of make everyone fail their first test. Like it's really uh, important to fail your first time. 
Um, but I stopped 1.5 meters away from the stop sign and didn't go right up to the line, even though there wasn't a line. So annoying. <laughs> oh my God. Um, That's difficult then. Yeah. So like that happened and he was like, okay. And started directing me back to the, um, <laughs> <laughs> back to the state. He's like, let's wrap this up. We're done. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Like, oh, shit, what have I done? <laughs> they still made me, like, do the entire thing. And then he's like, yeah, like, you would have passed. Oh, but you didn't. That's only um, worse. I know. Like, he could have literally made me turn around. Like, I literally, like, I drove out of the parking lot and I ran the red light. Like, the first thing that I did. And I still had to do that half hour drive. Wow. That's so frustrating. I know. It's fine. That was so long ago. Like, I, <laughs> it's just so much fun for me to think about. But yeah. that's, like, how having, like, how hard friends are. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. you're either there at the beginning or, and, like, it's not working out from the beginning and you're, like, is this worth it? Like waiting for something to like spark, I guess. Totally. And then you're like, oh I've shit, this stuff. Things where like you kind of just can tell from the start. Like I've actually um kind of gotten close with a group of girls recently, pretty much through Instagram and YouTube. They're all from where I live, so it's even better. Um, but literally, we've known each other for like three weeks, and right from the start, we just hit it off. And they're literally some of my best friends now. Like which is just the best feeling ever because it's really cool that they're all into the same stuff. Um, but, yeah, like, you can tell from the start, I swear. Mm-hmm. That's, like, like a one-in-a-million story for sure. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I am really lucky to have the people in my life that I do. Are there, like, any, I guess, influencers um, that kind of have inspired you and um, given you, like, I guess giving you some advice in terms of like starting your YouTube channel that you've like followed and also like your ceramics business. Um, yeah. So I, there are a few like business, um, career focused people that I have followed. Um, there's actually a really good podcast. This is kind of a little bit of a off topic, but I guess I can link it in. Um, a really good podcast yeah, of course. like called how I built this with Guy Raz um, and I'm pretty sure Margot Lee, the YouTuber, recommended it ages ago. And I've been listening to it um, pretty much ever since. Um, but it's so motivational and just inspiring because he interviews really successful businesses um, like Lululemon, Canva, just like the he did SoulCycle and then also um, like this popcorn brand that's really big in the States, like the sweet and salty popcorn. Um, oh, Boom oh, Chicka yeah. Pop? Yeah, like literally he interviews every massive company. So no matter what you're into, there's going to be something on there that you're interested in. Um, But he Mm -hmm. talks to the founders and pretty much just like how they started it, why they started it. And the stories are crazy. Like, um, for example, the Canva one, it's just this Australian lady who was a teacher. And when it came to making her yearbooks at the end of the year, she was like, oh, publishers just not making the cut. Hey, like this, there's got to be a better way to do this. Um, so she just like built this whole empire, but it's really cool listening to all those stories. I find that so inspirational. Um, and then I'm trying to think, there hasn't really been too many mentors. Um, oh, actually, do you know Grace Beverly on YouTube? Um, she used to be Grace Fit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I've always, ever since I found her, like just admired her dedication to studying and 
I think she's like the coolest chick ever with all of her <laughs> businesses now. Like she is such a workaholic and yeah, I really look up to her and I just think it's so cool. Like she's just 22 or something and she just got um, in Forbes 30 under 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like goals, honestly goals. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this is like really random, but on YouTube at the moment, as you can tell, I watch a lot of YouTube. <laughs> um, <laughs> the guy who owns Gymshark, Ben Francis, he's been doing such good like business content at the moment and so informational, um, informative. I mean, I don't think informational is a word. Um, but yeah, really high quality, informative business content, which is just like, again, super inspiring and motivational and really useful, honestly. Um, there was a video I watched the other day and it was like, my top 10 apps for running my business. Definitely got a good couple out of that. Um, yeah, I, I just love hearing about like real success stories. Do you know what I mean? Um, and that's what I think I find the most motivational and inspiring in that regards. And that's like another reason why like we chose to talk about success within our podcast. Cause like, for the like niche kind of topic it is, there are tons of people who just want to be inspired by other people's stories, whether or not that's like within the same thing that they do or want to get into. It's nice to hear literally all forms of success, no matter like what it is. It's going to be inspiring if you truly believe in yourself and the idea or goals that you want to pursue. Yeah, 100%. I think like we kind of forget ourselves that because we just get caught up in our everyday to day things and I guess our personal success stories become part of our mundane everyday life to us. Um, but you just forget like everybody's on such different journeys and you can inspire people in like from the tiniest things. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I guess as we uh, start to gear up this podcast episode, we like to finish off with two main questions. Uh-huh. Um, the first one being, what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? Oh, <laughs> that one's a little bit tougher. Totally take your time to think. No pressure. Yeah. It's. <laughs> um, I think like pretty much if there is something that you want to do, just do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, like I was saying earlier, I wish I had started my YouTube and stuff earlier. Um, And yeah, it's just like, you don't want to live your life having that what if in the back of your mind. Like, um, I'd much rather personally be like, oh, okay, I've tried it. Didn't work out. Cool. At least I know. Like, I've tried that. It's off the cards now. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you love it and it ends up working, well, you would have never have known had you not tried it sort of thing. Um, But yeah, even, yeah, just do it really. (laughs) Like, Nike quote. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, yeah. Sponsor us, yeah. <laughs> though, hey, like, I feel like it's so much easier said than done, but yeah. It is, mm-hmm. but I think it's taking that leap, as you were saying, right. basically, because if and not, you'll never know. All the other leaps that follow become so much easier. Yeah, and I think it helps you become, like, more confident in yourself and, like, building, like, a relationship with yourself as well, because it shows how much, like you can like how much you're capable of as a person in that way and how much you're willing to like push yourself in that way you're going to be living a better quality of life because you're feeling fulfilled 
Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Definitely. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm happy everything else just flows. <laughs> True that. True that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then for our last question, um, we'd like to try and highlight um, small businesses. You're more than welcome to say yourself as well, since you are a small business. But it is important to, like, during a pandemic or whenever we're not trying to buy, you know, from, like, only Amazon because it's convenient. We want to be able to give back to other small businesses that do stand for something so much bigger than our own thoughts. Um, so do you have any, like, small business is or local businesses that you're currently buying from right now you know what last night when I was writing down notes for all these questions this is the one question that I forgot to do because there are so many um <laughs> so it's gonna take me a minute to think I oh, I buy from so many small businesses hey and they've actually had um quite a few reach out to me lately which has been really really nice I mean, like, yeah, go buy your Lolita ceramics. <laughs> <laughs> International shipping, baby. Woo, go. Woo. Um, all right. The first small business I'm going to shout out to is, like, such a fangirl moment because if you follow my YouTube um, and even on Instagram, you'd know that I'm, like, the biggest fan of Matilda Jeff. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> obsessed with her. But um, her Jeff Avenue shout out to that I freaking love that chick um yeah <laughs> small I guess like she's not really small anymore though do you know what I mean but mm-hmm. she started out like us so go for it that's fine um, yeah totally yeah. fine um <laughs> well no they're great and thank you like for giving them a shout out I'll definitely link them down below and thank you so much Lola for taking the time to come on our podcast Oh, no problem. It's been so fun chatting with you guys. And um You too. Yeah. <laughs> yes.